0: guys take two of recording this gosh yeah so al you want to tell the story okay so if y'all don't know i edit the podcast and hannah like does our instagram so you know it's my responsibility to do the podcast well i accidentally deleted the episode of that we're recording right now so me and hannah have already made this episode before and last week yeah and now (laughs) we're having to redo it so we wasted all that time and today oh And today is Monday, which is the day our podcast was
1: supposed to come out. So it's okay. Mistakes happen. We're going to do even better this time at recording this one. So I really thought you'd be mad. I was like, not like really annoyed. I knew you thought I was going to get mad, but that's the old me. (laughs) I I was a little like, no, like when you told me I was shocked. I was like, what? I literally said that out loud and I was like, oh my gosh, no. But then I was like, I could see how that happened because we literally started it three times. Like, yeah. we restarted. And I was like, oh gosh. And
0: I like wasn't mad, but I was just like, oh, we have to record it all over again. Yeah, so. because we record for like an hour. Like, right. this isn't like a short time. Like, it takes like at least an hour to do this. So right. now we're having to take two hours out of today to record. Yeah, because we have to
1: um, record two episodes today because Allie is going to Charleston.
0: Oh, so excited. Yeah, so. So, yeah, I gotta edit this podcast for tomorrow because we wanted to get it out as soon as possible and, like, get back on our All schedule. Right. So, it's a busy day. Yeah, so stay tuned for tonight. Yeah. Midnight tonight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so. All right. So this episode is all about family dynamics, how me and Hannah were, like, raised differently and how that kind of, like, shapes not only us, but everyone into who they are today. Right. So, but first. But first. What? I got this new game called Love Language. (gasps) And if you don't have a TikTok, that's literally where I got the idea to buy it was on TikTok and there's a category it's for family and we're going to take we're going to pull two cards because it asks like really deep questions yeah it's like a deep game yeah it's fun though <sighs> and it's like aesthetically pleasing too it is <laughs> <laughs> okay you want to go first or you want me to go first I'll just pull yeah. this one and you pull the next
1: okay. okay this says what's the thing you most hope to replicate from your own upbringing <laughs> hmm Hmm. Do you want to go? Do you want to answer that first, and then I'll answer.
0: Um, what's the one thing? Yeah,
1: like that you want to replicate from your own upbringing. It's like, should I had a horrible child? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: I'm trying to think of how like I felt when I was younger. Like for our kids, or for just how we want to feel now. It's the thing I guess. You, like you most hope to replicate.
1: I re- I'm reading it as what do you want to replicate in like from your own upbringing? Like, like what do, do you know? hope to replicate in? your upbringing like when you Uh, have a family your children's okay I don't know
0: that's how I'm reading it as well my mom I'll talk about her and her little craziness she's a little crazy but um I love her so much she always want she always made sure my brother and I were happy like we always got what we wanted Which I guess kind of sounds bad, but, like, she would always put our needs and our wants before hers. made sure you... Yeah, like, made sure we went to our friend's house when we wanted to go. If we wanted to get, like, go to this restaurant, we would go. Yeah. She almost always never said no. Oh. So you want to never say no? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I would definitely say no. I'm way more hard than my mom is.
1: Same. Like, I'm not a
0: pushover. Same. Okay.
1: What about you? Um, for me, it would be... I want to um, be as supportive of, as my mom was. I want to be able to support my kids no matter what they want to do. And, like, no matter what they tell me, I want to be able to, like, give them all the support I can. Yeah. Like my
0: mom. Yeah. Love her. Hannah's going to – I already know what this episode I is, know. what we're both going to say. But yeah. Hannah's going to hype her mom up because she's awesome. Yeah. I hype her up all the time. Um, I'm not going to do this one because it talks about what we wish we had before we had kids. But <clears throat> what is one thing? Well – What's what? the biggest difference between you and your family?
1: Oh, I think oh I can tell you like me and my brothers or like just because my mom and I there's literally no difference like she's more patient than me and that's about it like mm-hmm. my mom and I are the same but from my like brothers I can say in my family like Shit, sorry um the way that like career goal-wise, like, YouTube, podcasts, social mm-hmm. media, like, and I guess that's a difference between boys and girls, too, but, like, career-wise, like, I feel like I have all these big, huge things I want to do. My brothers are more, like, I don't want to say realistic, but they're more just, like, you know, normal, day-to-day, nine-to-five things that they kind of want to do. Yeah.
0: I kind of agree with you because I feel like I'm more driven Yeah. than my brother. Like, he, yeah. you know, he... He's the type of person who's like, says one thing but never completes yeah. what he's talking about. And I feel like if i'm like i'm going to start a youtube or a podcast like i did it
1: my brothers do that too like they'll they'll like say something mm-hmm. that they're going to do especially my older brother like he's always like saying what he wants to go into and then he'll like change it in a few months into yeah. something else and he'll like never f- like not follow through but he'll continuously change what he wants to do and like i had this goal like you said and i like stick to it and like that nobody in my family has like youtube really cares that much about social media like even extent to like cousins and stuff like yeah. that but I feel like I oh sorry. I feel like I'm just more like I like
0: You follow through.
1: Yes. And I care more about like I do more things within like social media and mm-hmm. they could care less.
0: Yeah. About it. Yeah. Those That's are good. I, I could literally do pull out all of Oh me these too. Parts. Those I are love really it. good. I know. It's so funny. Maybe we
1: can find some that relate to like every episode we do. Like there's fam there like the topics. Like there's family. Yeah. Like a bunch of them, so
0: get to know us that game is
1: really fun i wish we were sponsored but we're not so (laughs) love language but y'all should get it though for really should it's It's fun fun. like you could probably go on a first date
0: yeah and literally
1: play this game and get to know this person like the back of your hand i don't know my first date. i'd probably hit the high
0: road if it asked a really deep question
1: that's true if you like really are trying to get to know someone then play
0: that game yeah Oh, but anyways. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about our family lives and how we were oh, brought up. The reason why we thought of this episode. So, after one of our past episodes, I don't, if you haven't listened to it, you should. I don't remember what it was called, but um, we were talking about our moms, like, randomly. Like, we just got on the topic of talking about how different our moms are, and then I was in the shower, which is, like, my best thinking spot, and the ideas were flowing, you know, like the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And I thought, like, this would be such an interesting topic and something different. It's not... I feel like it's really relatable, but, you know, it's kind of different from what we normally talk right. about. I feel like it's, like, deeper kind of in a way because you don't... I don't always... Sorry, my dog keeps walking. I don't always think about, like, how I was raised and that's the way yeah. why the way I, that I am. But... Um, I find it super interesting because I love psychology. I minored in it in college. So, of course, I had to, like, look up some research, which... Of course. I noticed you did for the... I did. I (laughs) said I pulled an alley, yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's cute. Okay. So, based off the article I found, I found it on Business Insider. Freud, who's, like, one of the popular psychology theorist mm-hmm. um he theorized that our adult personalities really shaped from our childhood experiences for example if your mom was working multiple jobs when you were a kid you're more likely likely to struggle with stress which my mom just worked one job like she didn't have multiple yeah, jobs at same. one point you know but i feel like i struggle with stress <laughs> No matter what. Yeah, I
1: feel like everybody deals with stress differently too. Like people yeah. to have more anxiety or anything
0: like that. Like yeah, it's different. Okay, so this article talked about eleven ways our childhood has possibly shaped us into who we are now. So number one, if you were first forced to do chores, you're more likely to be independent at work and take on more responsibilities, and you so you don't just wait for a task to be handed to you, hmm. which I was never forced to do chores. Yeah, I wasn't forced to do chores. Like, we were disciplined, but my mom never had, like, a chore chart or mm-hmm. anything that we had to follow. Yeah. But I feel like at work, like, I'm not the type of person in, to wait on opportunities or a task. To be oh, it to me. Yeah. You know? I feel like I'm pretty independent. Like, and, like uh, yeah. Well, I'll get it done. You take initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the other day at work, I was drowning because i had to like travel to mri Mm -hmm. which is a whole thing at the hospital and i had another patient so like i had to leave the floor for like hours because the scan takes forever and this this guy like who was sitting next to me like he's another nurse he was like my Mm -hmm. pod mate or whatever we call them and he literally like took initiative on my other patient like gave him his meds did his assessments Mm -hmm. and i was like you're my savior that's so nice like that's so nice like I aspire to be right. a type of person who wants to help others. Yeah, and gets work done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz I feel like if you're at work, no matter if you were forced to do chores as a kid or not, like if you see someone like drowning, like I really encourage you to help. Help them. Yeah. Yeah. Like just be a good person, you know? Yeah. Okay, the next one says if your parents integrated socialization into your life, you have a higher chance of getting a college degree before 25. And if they failed you in this department, you're more likely to drink and get arrested. That's so weird to me. (laughs) What? I mean that makes sense because you know, like psychos who are I guess like socially isolated. They go out and kill squirrels and
1: stuff. Yeah, we had like we were normal, I feel like, as a kid, like play dates, we went to play with kids, like
0: we were socialized pretty well. Mm. Like I wonder how the kids are going to be like this generation who are like encouraged oh to not Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have to
0: quarantine. They can't go out and play with other kids. That's it was, sad. It's going to be a splurge of murders, I'm going to tell you. Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. But,
1: but that'll be like when we have kids, like the murders start arising. <laughs> it's like, "Oh no." Okay, anyways, we're going off track. Um no, I was pretty socialized as a kid, but
0: yeah. Yeah, that I'm is also is in wrong. college,
1: so, but my brothers aren't in college, but they were socialized.
0: I never thought about that. You're the only one. Yeah. Wow. Well, my
1: little brothers are still in high school, and uh, they're right wanting right. to go to college, but my older, my twin and my older, they're not college people. Look at you. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, the next one says if your parents told you white lies, you're more likely to have trust issues. Sorry, hmm. as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay so when i was a kid santa claus really traumatized me like the lie like i just couldn't i was like he lied to me see it's almost like for me
1: so everything was real like santa claus tooth fairy yeah Bunny, everything. i would get money when i lost a tooth but i don't think i was that upset when i found out like i really don't i think i found out from friends like you know as i got older and they were like you really still believe in santa and i was like yeah yeah, and like, and eventually I kind of was just like, okay, like I got to that point where I knew, like I was, I, I don't know how old I was, but I don't know. I feel like I wasn't too
0: upset. I was so upset. That I, I wrote out. a letter to Santa, and Aww. then he wrote, he wrote back. And it was in my mom's handwriting. And I was like, this. That's how you found out? That's how I found out. And I was so mad. I told Colin, my brother. (gasps) You ho! Your
1: brother is probably so
0: mad because he's younger than you. That's so
1: sad. I
0: was so upset. I was like, Santa's not real. Colin. (laughs) (laughs) No, my
1: mom, like, I don't know. I mean, Mom, you tell me if I'm wrong. But, like, I don't really think I overreacted that much. But I do have trust issues. So, mm, (laughs) that might be something. (laughs)
0: Okay, the next one If your parents exhibit a signs of body negativity, you might feel that way like too. You're more likely to feel that way about Yeah, whether that's if they said something bad about someone walking down the street or about themselves, like you're more likely to take on that negative idea of yourself, I guess. Hmm. Which my mom was never body negative towards other people. But she encouraged us to, like, exercise and go to the gym when we were really young. Like, I remember being at the gym working out when I was 12. Wow. See, my mom was never, like,
1: one to push health on any of us, like, at all. She was a healthy person herself. Like, she's pretty healthy. Um, But for us, I mean, I kind of adapted to that. Like, as I got older, obviously, like, I wanted to be healthier. But my brothers could Care less, like they don't care about health or really any of that stuff. Like my brother was a gymnast growing up, and like they're in sports and stuff like that, so it's like a little different. But my mom never with the body negativity negativity. Like I said, she's one of the kindest people ever, so she would never Mm. like look at someone and be like, "Oh, that person's way too big." Never be like that, you know. Like, so I don't know. That never really happened with me, but I mean, I'm definitely
0: body negative though about myself. Well, most girls are. I feel like that's a normal thing. Yeah. just a girl thing. (laughs) No, boys are too. (laughs) Okay, if your parents set high expectations for you as a kid, you probably did better in school. And Mm. my mom was crazy, like would get mad when I didn't make all A's. And she like gave you prizes when you made all A's? Yeah, she gave me American Girl dolls. Oh yeah. Which were expensive back in the day. Yeah, I had like three. I still have them. Really? I wonder if I sold them. If think I think mine might be in a box somewhere. Yeah. In my garage. I had the whole thing. I would have like a wardrobe for them. Yes. I would do their hair. I had one,
1: not even kidding, looked just like me. <laughs> like, exactly. My mom, like my, everyone was like freaked out how much it looked like me. I was like,
0: I look like a doll
1: oh my gosh (laughs) no my mom wasn't strict when we were kids she's uh, she's never forced school on us like not obviously going to school but she's never forced like grades on any of us um Mm -hmm. obviously if we fail a class or or do like pretty bad or if we're not like caught up on our homework or work or whatever it may be like she will tell us you know you need to you can't be doing that or whatever it may be but like she's not one like if we get a b or a c she's not like Oh my gosh, you can't get that. You can't get B's and C's. Like, she's like, I'm proud of you. Like, you passed. And she's always been like that way in school and stuff. Like, even when I'm hard on myself, like, I remember getting mm-hmm. to college and getting a C, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I literally got a C. And my mom was like, You passed. Like, you're fine. You don't have Cease to worry. And degrees. she was like, You don't have to worry about that class ever again. Like, she was even more positive than me sometimes about my grades. But she's like, You should be proud of yourself. Like, she's always been that way. So she's never really. Pushed school on us, but like she had not high expectations school wise, but she just had like expectations for us to meet. But like, even for college, she was never like, You go to college or nothing, or like, You're out of my house. You know, it was like she wanted us and she encouraged us to go to school, but it, she knew that it's not for everyone to begin with. So, yeah. Yeah, she was really good about school. She never, ever forced it on us. And I had friends, too. Like, their parents would give them $100 if they made all A's or whatever it may be. Like, they would reward them all the time. And, like, I don't know. I guess some people succeeded. But for us, I feel like it wouldn't have been
0: enough of motivation for me or my brothers. Yeah. I mean, I did good in school, but my mom was hard on me for school. So, like, it almost forces you to do good. Yeah. Like, you don't have an option to make it that Right. Right. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay, next one. If your parents went to college, you probably will too. Which I feel like this is kind of like likely, but... Depends on the situation and the person. Because you can totally be different from your parents and not want to go to college. Also,
1: we talked about in our last episode, too. There's kids that, like, their family never went to college and they want to be the first. Or they want to be the kids in their family to, like, step up and get the college degree or whatever it may be. Right. My dad didn't
0: go, but my mom went to college. Both of my parents went to college. Max's didn't. I don't think they did. And he didn't go either. See, for
1: me, the thing with college, though, is, like, it almost came as, like, a a natural thing. Like, I never not wanted to go, but, like, as I got older and understood what college was and, like, asked my mom about it and stuff like that, like, it made me, like, oh, I do want to go to college. And I had my mind set that I wanted to go to college. But, like, Mm -hmm. some people, like school is just not for them and like college is just not for them and there are so many successful people that like never went to college yeah never got their degree so like especially nowadays you can do so much without having to get have a degree which is like crazy but not not encouraging anyone like don't go to school like go to school if you want to get your degree but I'm saying like I don't feel like you have to go to college nowadays to be successful
0: I think if you're a driven and hard working person person that you can be successful without college yeah there are plenty of people who go to college don't even do anything with their, with major, their degree right and then all that time is wasted no <laughs> i'm kidding college is a great experience
1: right and like you can always too if you have a degree like
0: have that degree to fall back on if anything yeah yeah Okay, next one says, if your mom was always stressed, you're probably bad at math. Me and Hannah, when we first read this, we were like, like mom! Oh my gosh.
1: Literally like, mom, there we go. Right there. I'm so
0: bad at math. It's your fault. Yeah, my mom was pretty stressed. Always. Always. And I'm not that good at math. Like, I'm a very simple math girl. No. I'm, like,
1: same. I'm not, like, horrible at math. I was when I was younger. But as I got older, like, I understood it a little more. But by no means was I, like, a math whiz ever. And my mom was mm-hmm. constantly stressed, especially when we were younger. I mean, her and five children. Like, God, I would be stressed, too. I wouldn't know how she did it. But, <laughs> yeah, she was constantly stressed. So there you go,
0: Mom. It's your fault
1: you your fault about of math.
0: <laughs> All right, the next one says, kids whose mom kids whose moms worked outside of the home, so if they weren't a stay at home mom, you're more likely to take management positions at work and complete more years of college. Hmm. Which my mom was not a stay at home mom. Mine she neither. always had a job. Yeah. Mine too. I wonder why, but based off this article, it was almost um encouraging like a relationship with your mom and how impactful that is on your future
1: like a lot of these are
0: based off if your mom did this if your mom didn't do this right you know right okay I see that I see mom a lot yeah yeah so I think your relationship with your mom has a really big impact on who you are today yeah Interesting. But I also feel like a lot of these can are based off the person. So uh, yeah, me too. Me too. Like our friend Anna, her mom was a stay at home mom and like Anna has man, has she, held so many right, management positions. Right. That's true. So Yeah.
1: It just depends on the person. But this is I feel what, is this more out general? Of, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. If your mom is loving and attentive, you're more likely to do better in school. Damn it, mom! I failed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my mom was extremely loving and attentive.
0: Yeah, my mom. Yeah, attentive. No, but my loving. brothers
1: didn't do that great in school. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do fine in school, but like, I did good in school. I mean, you're a freaking nurse. Yeah, you did good in school. I mean, and lo- then uh, <laughs> don't bring up that one class. <laughs>
0: Okay, next one, we're almost done with the list. If your parents get incur if your parents encourage you to express your feelings as a kid, you're less likely to get divorced. Which I do see the relationship between these two things. Like if You were more encouraged to express your feelings as a kid. You probably do it as an adult, and
1: you might be better at like communication and like expressing your feelings. Yeah, as an adult. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My mom. She she encouraged us to like be open with how we were
0: feeling, but. Who knows if I'm gonna get a divorce or not? Knock on wood. I don't. I know that would really suck. Yeah. Um, the next one says if your parents sheltered you, like, through their privilege, their status, their money, you're more likely to have anxiety. Which I also see the relationship in this as well. Right. Because if your parents didn't want you to experience failure or, like, hardships in your life, you're going to do it at some point in your life. Yes. We, you know? Yes. Or um, you're going to be anxious about preventing mm-hmm.
1: that. That's very, hardships.
0: very true.
1: Yeah, my mom didn't shelter us from that, but I still have anxiety. I do too. Really bad. So I also think anxiety stems from trauma and other things as well. So Yeah,
0: it has a lot of um explanations why you would have anxiety. But those are the eleven things that your parents could of encourage you to be.
1: Yeah, let us know if any of these you like hear yeah. it and you're like, Whoa, like, like that that explains mom. <laughs> yeah, especially the math one. Let us know if your mom was Stressed
0: out all the time, and if you're bad at math. <laughs> okay, so now me and Hannah are going to get into, like, how we grew up and kind of, like, relate that to who we all are right. today. So, Hannah, you want to start off the show? Yeah.
1: So, something I didn't say last time, Allie talked about how she is a psychology major and stuff. So Minor. Uh, minor. <laughs> yeah, duh. Duh. <laughs> um, so, my mom, let's see, my mom had a degree in child and family development or something like that. Like, she was all about children. And, like, she's a super empathetic person and, like, very kind, sensitive, whatever. And so she was really good with kids. Like, still to this day, super, super patient with children. And I'm, like, the complete opposite. But, like, she was very good with working with them. She's worked with them, like, a lot. I mean, she has five children, so, like, that Mm, just explains it to you right there. But she um, loved that aspect of, like, you know, knowing basically how a child works and what goes through their minds and how they grow up and what's better in ways, in, like, terms of disciplining and things like that. So, put that aside, I'm a senior in college right now, and one of my classes, I have to take, like, upper-level electives, you know? And so one of them I'm taking is a psychology and child development which I thought like oh that's gonna be so interesting and my friend Allie she's actually my roommate not you she (laughs) She, um (laughs) she took, she's a psychology major, and she took child development last semester, and she told me how they, for, like, their big assignment for the year, which Mm -hmm. I don't think we do it for our class, which I'm sad, but her big assignment for the year was, like, they took care of, like, a baby, like, virtually online, like, they had a child that grew up to the age that they studied in class, which was, like, 11 or 12, and they took care of that child, and, like, their job like their assignment was like make decisions for the child so like they would be crazy big ones and then like she said or she said something i can't remember the exact example she gave of like you had to make decisions like my, like if your child fell off the swing during a playground, like what do you want to do? Or one of hers was like, she lost her job Mm -hmm. and she had a nanny and now she couldn't afford the nanny. So she had to make a decision on what to do. And it was like real life decisions that moms have to make all the time and parents have to make all the time that she was literally taking, taking care of this child. And then she like ended up having another child and like all virtually, it was like the Sims, like taking care of a child. And I thought that was so cool. Cause like I don't know, I think I'm going to really be interested in that class, just, like, learning how children are, like, as they get older and what goes through their heads, like, yeah. I think it's so interesting. So I, I just want to throw that in there because I was like, I think that relates a lot to, like, this episode. But basically, my family, let's see. So I grew up in a home with four brothers, and my parents were married, and everything was good, and then around a seven Seven or eight, my parents got divorced, and that kind of shook us up a little bit, as it would anyone. And we were really young. My little brothers were only four or something like that. So we were very young, and it was kind of a new adjustment we had to adjust to. So we grew up in a pretty religious home, a pretty Christian home. Um, My parents worked in the church, went to church every Sunday. We were super involved in the church. And then, obviously, as we got a little older, we kind of disappeared from the church scene a little bit. Not my mom, but my brothers and I kind of, you know, we didn't go as much, or we just got older and became less involved with that stuff and more involved in, like, school things and our friends, because I feel like that's normal progression of, like, most kids. And so, we were still taught, you know, Christian, all of that stuff. We still are. I still am and stuff, but... Um, yeah, mainly it was, it was just my mom and my brothers and I for a long time. My dad lived far away, so we only really got to see him every other holiday, summers, things like that, so. Where did he live? He lived in Virginia with my, with my aunt, his sister, his twin sister, so, they, it was, we didn't get to see them all the time. Like, it wasn't an every other weekend type thing that a lot of kids' parents who divorced are. So, that was a little bit of an adjustment, but it was also at the same time, we were so young that, like, it became normal so early on. Like, it yeah. was something we adapted to really fast. And it was hard, of course, but, like, we we got used to it. And then, at about 15, my dad passed away. And that was, like, a big shake because, I mean, you're in high school and it's like, whoa. And, um, it was then on like really just my mom and us. And Mm -hmm. so my mom and I, we've always been very close. I mean, she's been my, she's like my only other girl I have, like I have my brothers and like, so my mom and I have always had like a relationship, um, like a best friend type relationship. But when I was younger, you know, I feel like when you're like a 13 year old girl, 14 year old girl, like your mom and you butt heads all the time. Like I was a pretty sassy child, so you're still sassy. I know, but I would get like, mom, where do I get it from? I would get like attitudes and things like that, and everybody would have those moments of like the teen angst. But like my mom was still my best friend, and we just got closer as I got older, and I started to obviously see things that I didn't see when I was younger, of like financially struggling or like why my family was around more like grandparents and aunts and uncles when I was younger and like I got a like better understanding of my mom and like the kind of person she is Mm -hmm. and why she raised us the way she did and why she was so good at it and I don't know how because like I mean if I was left to take care of five children like I don't I would probably I don't burst. Like, I literally don't know how she did that. And people say it all the time, like, super mom, but like, she literally is. And so, yeah, it was just my mom and us for a while. And she was never the type to like push anything on us or force anything on us ever. Like, she's always been the type of mom to support us and like whatever it is. Like, I said earlier, like, she constantly would support whatever new thing I came up to her wanting to do. She Mm -hmm. constantly never shut me down, was always like I said how I need friends on my wavelength. Like she was always the type of parent to like understand and have the same level of excitement as you or have the same level of emotion as you. Like she would be there like with you and for you and let you know that. And so she was really good about just like letting us know that she supported whatever we wanted to do. Even with my brothers, she never pushed school on us, like I said. Like, she was never really a strict mom. And that doesn't mean she didn't discipline us, because she did. We had plenty of times where we were bad and we got in trouble. But she was never a strict mom. And she was never the type of mom to, like, yell or spank or discipline in any of those ways. So I think that has a lot to do with, like, when my friends tell me, you know, they were spanked as a kid or this or that or whatever it may be like it I mean I get it like it's normal in a lot of families but for me people are always like are you going to spank your kids or what are you going to do with your kids and I'm like my mom didn't believe in that and my mom didn't believe that hitting a child with something like or your hand was the right way to discipline them like there's other ways to discipline them and so with her raising us like that that made me like when people ask me for my opinion on that well I'm like No, because I didn't have that growing up. And my mom taught me that there were other ways. And there's ways to be patient with children. And there's ways to be patient with people that I still don't have. I still don't have that virtue that she does. But, yeah, she really instilled in, like, my brothers and I, like, there's better ways to go about things. And she still does. Like, my brothers get really mad at my dogs. And, like, they'll want to, like pop him or something something. and my mom's like no like there's other ways you can discipline a dog Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'm like mom get mad and like just do it like and she's the type of like no no like you can do other ways there's other ways like literally just the kindest soul ever I'm like can you please get mad like yeah never gets mad well she does but you know she definitely just like outwardly expresses anger differently like Mm -hmm. she's so slow to anger and stuff so we all unfortunately my brothers and I all got my temper side from my dad yeah except for like one or two of my brothers they're a little more patient but like me not so much and Mm. so yeah that like that when people ask about like discipline and things like that my mom was never the strict type like even as we got older she was never like no you can't go out and you can't do this Mm -hmm. and that and like drinking and things like that like she. Obviously, she didn't like it, but she was never the type of mom to, like, ground us for weeks on end and all of that stuff. And I think that allowed us to, like, grow and feel more, like, independent. Like, she always, always instilled independence in us because like I said, my parents divorced when we were young. And so for basically our whole childhood upbringing and everything, it was just my mom. And so she always like showed me how to be independent as a woman. And like, Mm
0: -hmm. you don't
1: need a man to like help you or take care of you. And like, she always, always, she's like a really big, like feminist and like Mm -hmm. big on women empowerment, which like is great because like, why wouldn't you be? And so she's like, Helped me to believe those things. And, like, obviously it's important to have your own beliefs and, like, opinions and stuff. But she's instilled all of those, like, things of independence and stuff in me. And, like, I've, I always get, like, all the time people are always, like, you are so much like your mom. And, like, it's so true. Because I look just like my dad's side. Like, all my appearance is my dad's side. But then my mom, like, my personality down to how I react to things, how I think about things. Like, everything is my mom. And more and more each day is my mom, like my friend Caitlin, she was telling me the other day, day, she was like, you've changed so much since like your freshman year of college, and I was like, what do you mean? That's good. No, I know, it is good. Oh, I'm so glad, I'm like, I'm thankful for freshman year of college, and how I was, and how involved I was, but I've changed a lot, and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're just like, like your mom, like she's like, you're just so much like your mom now, and that's not a bad thing. Every time someone tells me that, I'm like, oh, thank you, like, that is such a big compliment, but she's, like, you're just, like, more wise and more, like, you know, you like to sit back and just observe, and that is my mom, like, she's very introverted, like, she's not, you know, mm-hmm. that type, and my dad was the complete opposite, my dad was very extroverted, like, talk to anyone, he's yeah. all, you know, that type of person, and my mom was, like, the complete opposite, and so she's, like, always been just very quiet and, like, very smart, like, she's super smart, super, like, intuitive, about people, and she's definitely passed that down to me, about, like, I love to just sit back and watch people. Or I I like to say I have a pretty good intuition when it comes to people. Mm -hmm. And I think a few of my friends would agree with me on that. And, like, whenever that happens, I think I know when to stay away from certain people. And so I thank her for that, for showing me, like, how to have, you know, trust your gut and to have a better intuition, like, when it comes to people and things. Because you can't trust everyone, and I get that from her, too. Because she's really... She's not good at trusting people, so... Well,
0: it seems like this article that I found really relates to you, because every, yeah. your mom really shaped who you are today, huh? She
1: really did, and, like, with my brothers, it's funny, because, yes, there's parts of her in them, but I don't know why me, like, it's, just, like, literally, I'm just, there's no denying on my mother's child, like, yeah. and everybody will say it, too, but, I mean, I, like I said, I take it as a compliment, like... And obviously, she carries some things, like I said, that I wish I had. Like, Mm -hmm. I hope to eventually, like, have those characteristics one day. I don't right now. But also, like, I'm 21 years old. And, like, you know, she's made mistakes in her life. And she was my age once, too. But I'm saying, like, as a mom, I think she's really shaped how I'm going to be as a parent as well. Yeah. And stuff. She's just, like, like I said, she's super empathetic. Um, You know, she's. She just loves kids, super kind, like, all of those things. And, like I said, like, I've always had big dreams, and I've always wanted to do things, and she's always been my number one supporter. Like, with the YouTube, she watches it. Podcast, she listens every Monday. She'll always text me, listen to your podcast, so, Uh. so good. Like, she always supports whatever I want to do. And when I tell her things... Wait, would she tell you if the podcast was bad? Yeah, she'd be like, uh... Okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes she does. Sometimes she'll, like, she'll say things... Like, she'll just... Not say it's bad, but she'll be like, oh, this week, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, she's just, I don't know. Like, she's an Enneagram 4, if you guys are into the Enneagram stuff. And that has to be, like, the best Enneagram there is. Like, read all up on it, and that's her. She's, like, just, I don't know. She's so great. But she just, like, she would always support us no matter what. Like I said, like, biggest supporter. And so when I wanted to get into acting when I was younger, like, she was all for it. She was like, okay, let's do it. Or, like, gymnastics or cheerleading or YouTube now all of that Mm -hmm. stuff like anytime I tell her something that I want to do it's good because I don't have to feel afraid to tell my mom or I don't have to be like I don't want to tell my mom because she's going to shoot me down or she's going to think I'm so crazy or so like dumb for thinking that way like she's never been one and like I'm thankful for that that I can call my mom up for anything and I do I tell my mom literally everything like yeah Everything and sh- that's nice because she's the type of person that I don't have to be scared mm-hmm. to tell because I do have a lot of friends that you know they can't talk to their mom about certain things and uh, like
0: 100%. I'm grateful
1: that I'm able to because she's just such an under understanding person. Yeah, my throat. I feel like someone's upbringing obviously has a huge effect on them. I mean, I'm shaping like I said more into her every day, but like, yeah, it really affects how they perceive everything. Like, and it's I think it's so funny because when we're kids, we don't really pay attention to how our friends are, like, brought up so differently. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's normal. Like, you know, not everyone is going to be like your family. And so when you're a kid, you don't you think that everyone's like like you and you think everyone's parents, like, are the same way. And then as you get older, you realize, like, people are raised so differently. And, like, that's just – that shapes literally so many people. Like, I have so many friends mm-hmm. that whether they want to believe it or not are just like their parents. And, like yeah. –
0: But even, like, like you said, when we were younger, we didn't really realize, like, how our parents were acting different, like, to their kids. Like, I had a friend whose mom never let her watch Wizards of Waverly plays. Me too. And Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes. Like, was so strict. Right. And, like, not blaming this, but now she's, she had a kid when she was, like, 21. Like, it's- I find that like strict parents when you're so strict on your kid and you were strict and you mm-hmm. what was what was it saying they shelter you? Yes, when you're sheltered I mean I'm not
1: saying to blame it on that because you know but at the same time, I feel like a lot of children that were sheltered rebel when they're on their own finally. And they, yeah. they can do everything they couldn't do when they were, you know, at their home under their parents' roofs up until they were 18 years old. Like, they go buck wild mm-hmm. when they get to college or when they move away or whatever it is. And, like, like I said, I'm not blaming it on that because every person is their own, like, human being, make their own decisions and things like that. But I think sheltered, like, I was never sheltered but I think that some people, like, I know from personal experience from, like, my high school yeah, that were really sheltered and then get to college, and I'm like, whoa, what happened to them? So, I yeah. mean, I guess, I mean, it really does, like, we don't think about it. Mm-hmm. We literally just say, like, oh, you know, they were raised differently, or, like, like you said, when you were little and your parent, your friends' parents wouldn't let them watch, like, Wizards of the Waverly Place or Harry Potter, like, I would just say, like, okay, and then, like, wouldn't really think much of it. Like, I'd just be like, oh, their parents don't let them watch it. But, like, now, like, I feel like it's kind of a thing where it's, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you really think about how a child was, like, raised and how they are now, like, it's so obvious. Like, it correlates so much. Yeah. That's a good word, correlate. It really does, though. Like, I don't
0: know. I think it's crazy that as you get older, like, so many people become more and more like their parents. Yeah. Quick question. You don't have to answer. Do you think your dad passing away like if like it kind of shaped you into who you are today
1: a hundred percent I know I say that all the time but yes yeah I don't think because like I said my mom dealt with a lot of things like when we were younger that we didn't know about and like she's just been there a lot in general and mm-hmm. so she handled handled it with such grace and like she never let us really like see the bad parts of it and I guess I mean we were also young so we just didn't understand but like with my dad passing, it definitely made me so much stronger and, like, mm-hmm. made me realize that you can go through things and you can still come out on the other side and be okay. And, like, you know, you just need to, like, be thankful for life more and be happy, like, that you're here and that you have people like your mom. Like, yeah. I was thankful to have my mom still. And, like, you know, I we were used to it. Like, my dad not being there all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was – my dad was always a very different parent than my mom. Like mm-hmm. – just parented very differently he had his own way of parenting but he didn't ever love us any less and some people didn't see that and that's like my mom would get frustrated with that or you know things like that normal things with parents and stuff but after my dad passed away like I think it was like an eye-opening for all of us because Mm -hmm. we were finally old enough to kind of understand like and we had never had to deal with grief like that ever so going through it as a family and like even me just sitting back and watching my mom and like how she handled it with us. And mm-hmm. like, you know, cause you never want to see your mom hurt. You never yeah. want to see your mom upset, but like the way she handled it helped us handle it better because like she was strong for us and yeah. she always said that to us. So it definitely, I think changed the way I, I probably would be different now if my dad was still around. Like I think some parts of me would be different. Maybe mm-hmm. if him and I like got closer or whatever it is, but it, Definitely, like having to go through that at such a young age like made me so much like stronger with things and like realize that like things will be okay, and like you know you'll always come out of the other side, yeah, okay, so yeah, that definitely had something to do with my me growing up and like how my mom taught us you know everybody mm-hmm. deals with grief differently, like yeah. everybody handles it differently, and she would. She was just so great about those things. Like, no matter what we go through, like, we've had a lot of family things, and no matter what, like, she always helps us understand it, even if we can't. So, yeah. And that comes, to from part of her, like, her, like, religion, like, Christian, like, loving Jesus. Like, she's always poured that into us as well, and, like, she's just really good about that stuff. Yeah. And, like, helping us when we need it. mm
0: mm-hmm. She's pretty dang great. Love you, Lori. Love you, (laughs) (laughs) Lore. Okay, so I'm going to get into just a little bit about how I grew up and how that's why I am today. But like Hannah, I grew up in a divorce family dynamic. My parents got divorced when I was six, so I was pretty young, and it felt pretty normal. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it really impacted me at all. And they had a really good divorce relationship. They were very civil, very like... Um, the way they split us up was, like, super easy to, like, Mm -hmm. get used to. Um, so, yeah, it didn't really impact me negatively at all. Um, but before we all get into just my childhood, I'm the oldest of two, so I have a younger brother. He is Hannah's age, actually. He's going to turn 21 this year. Um, My mom, super headstrong, kind of crazy, but she's always been very loving towards my brother and I and hardworking. Um, and then we have my dad, kind of on the opposite spectrum, <laughs> who is all around just a very stubborn man, which I get some of his stubbornness. But unlike him, he's pretty a lazy person, which thankfully I gained my mom's, like, work ethic and mm-hmm. how hard working she is. Um and then I got a little bit of my grandma's sweetness. So um my mom got remarried when I was in like elementary school and my dad did as well. I loved loved my stepmom was so like she was just someone to look up to. She was younger. Like they were 16 years apart. Wow. Yeah. They had a big age gap. Oh my she gosh was very, like, hip, like, into fashion, Um, just a lot of things that my mom wasn't, so I think I looked up to, you know, just, like, Mm -hmm, a different, just a different woman, and then on the other side, my stepdad, I never really got along with, he just would always, he grew up in a very toxic environment as a kid and kind of took all those attributes into his adulthood, so, he was, like, very verbally abusive, would, like, threaten us, hold his money over our heads. Mm. Um, and then each year we would have, just, this is just an example, each year we would have, like, a family beach trip with my mom and my stepdad, and every year, no matter what, him and my mom would get in a huge fight. It's not like you get in an argument, you say things you don't mean, you walk away. They would literally wake up the whole house screaming. Mm-hmm. It, would, it was awful. It was Horrible, so, yeah. so explosive, so toxic. So, when I got older, I was like, yeah, I'm not going on these trips anymore. Like, I can't right. deal with the negativity. So, he and my mom really showed me what not to look mm-hmm. for in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you hear about, you see parents who are, like, abusive toward each other. And then the kid, that's all they know. And so, yep. they grow up in really crappy relationships. Um So I'm thankful I found Max when I was 15 and he's just completely opposite of what the men in my life have been. So I don't think, I just think the whole point of me telling you guys that is that the way it shaped me into who I am today is just looking for attributes that I'm proud of and what my dad and my stepdad aren't. Right. Like, you want different for yourself than what you I, saw. Like, your mom and whatever else. Right. Why well, I want better for myself. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to deal with the craziness and not doing it. But <laughs> my dad, who, when he got divorced um, when I was, like, 15, it was really devastating to me because, like I said, I really admired my stepmom. mom. Um, and it really devastated my dad. He struggled with depression a lot. That whole side of my family struggles with depression. Um, I personally just have like little sprouts. I wouldn't say depression, but yeah. like the other week when I told you, I was like, You're I, just down. I just felt sad for no mm-hmm. reason. Felt so unmotivated. But when he got divorced, he was previously um, a lawyer so went through i think that's like seven years of school threw that all away Mm, um basically just stopped working and lost his income his house his car he lost literally everything and had to move in with my grandma and around this time is when i was 15 so like of course at this age like we said earlier we're like in that teen stage yeah yeah, where we kind of rebel So I would obviously have conversations with my dad, like about him. I wanted him to try and like us be a family, and him like work for it. But it would never follow. He would never follow through with his promises. It would just like, and still to this day, he lives with my grandma and hasn't had a job since. And this has been eight years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So going through that that whole time, like him losing, like seeing my dad, who was pretty successful from what I saw my whole life. To now had nothing and had to live off his grandma. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine being in your 40s and you have to live off your mom again? Like, that's just so no. humiliating.
1: Right. And, like, after going through, like, law school and things like that. Right. But also, like, a depression. I mean, it's yeah. so difficult. And I couldn't tell you, but, like, when yeah. people are depressed, sometimes it's so hard. Like, they don't Getting want help. help. Um, but, yeah, I feel like when people have depression, I mean, I can't speak. Like, I feel like I'm yeah. not really qualified to speak on this, but, like... I feel like it's sometimes hard for them to, like, want to get help at all. Mm-hmm. So.
0: But, yeah, I think, personally for me, I think I was kind of older. I was obviously older than my brother. Right. Um, so, it was, like, emotional, but it didn't have a lasting impact on me. Like, I didn't rebel, like, towards my mom. I ended up moving in with my mom permanently when I was 15. And then um, my brother kind of didn't really understand, like, why I wanted to do that. And he kind of would make excuses for my dad. And I think it impacted my brother more than me because I feel like when you're a boy and you're growing up, like, you look up to your dad, whereas you and I, we probably look up up to our mom Mom. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree,
1: like, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but, like, for my brothers, I think they can have a whole totally different testament to how growing up just in general because my they didn't have a father figure. And, like, as boys growing up, like, my little brothers were 12 when my dad passed. So, like, that's, like, a pivotal age, I feel like, for boys. And, like, not having my dad and, like, only, like, I remember my mom, she has this, like, blog post that Uh she writes, basically opens up just about her life and, like, her struggles and how she's dealt with things. And there's one episode talking about, like, how, you know, there are moments when you can be there for your child all you want, but at the end of the day, like they're still gonna wanna look for like a nod from their dad or, or yeah. a a proudness from oh, their dad. I know. She's oh, so oh good. Literally, literally look, literally. <laughs> I wanna find it, but it's like it's true because it's like you can love them and give them all the support and be so proud of them. Yeah. But like it's like she talked about how you don't have those joys to share with someone that you once did and like yeah you know, all these colors, and, like, sometimes it's so heavy because you can try so much, but at the end of the day, like, a child really just sometimes needs their dad and, like, needs that father, and, like, she talked a lot about how, like, it's just hard because she could be the best mom she could be, Mm -hmm. and still, you know, we're gonna look for something from our dad, so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that, that really gave me chills. I'm sorry, but, um, so good, but yeah, it pretty much, in fact, affected my brother more than it did my, And then Mm -hmm. my mom basically became a single mom. Like, my dad literally did not contribute one cent Mm -hmm. after that. And she had to do everything on her own, which stressed her out, obviously. And it's another reason why I'm bad at math. But, (laughs) um, like, she would just, she gave us a great life, but she never, she would share her stress. Like, she doesn't hide it well at all. Right. She will express it. In anger and yes. tears, like, isn't yes. afraid of, in that moment, she's not afraid of, like, make, you know, like, a parent usually yeah. she tries to hide it.
1: Yeah. She didn't. Make it, make it known. But yeah, I mean, my mom had moments, too, where I think she just got so much that she literally would just break, like, she yeah. couldn't anymore because it would be the point where she'd be like, you guys are stressing me out so much, like, yeah. And she, like, it was almost like, I don't think she was trying to guilt us, but it really guilted us whenever oh, yeah. she would bring it out and, like, tears or cry. Like, oh, you yeah. don't want to see your mom like that. So when she would cry and say, you stressed me out and, like, all that stuff, I don't think she ever meant, like, that, well, for my mom, like, I don't think that was ever her, like, right. intentions. But I think she just sometimes, like, moms just reached their breaking point. Like, we never knew how much it was on them. Right. Because we've never, like, gone through that.
0: Yeah. But, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> but from that point on my mom like she paid for my college she paid for my car she's paid for everything and made sure my brother and I had a great life now I think I turned on the good side whereas my brother has definitely gone through struggles you know mm-hmm. he's been to jail and mm-hmm. um, but yeah I have it Listen, thankfully there's always the kid I feel like in the family
1: that deals with trauma and things like yeah way differently
0: yeah for sure we all deal with it differently but um even just another thing my mom really has an idea for my brother and I like our life and you know him and I are very different from her I really don't know where we came from obviously but like we came from her but like we her my brother and I are so different and want different things for our life. It's mm-hmm. not the plan my mom wanted, and she's unlike your mom. If she doesn't always support our dreams, right? If it's you know out of the ordinary, right? Or is scary. Like she doesn't know what that future will bring. Us. Yes, that gives her anxiety, and then she yes. kind of puts it down. Mm-hmm. And it's like really.
1: You yeah. want to do that, really? Yeah.
0: No, you don't. You don't want to do that. that. Won't, you won't be secure in that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like parents like that. Like it comes from a loving place, but like, I think you should always, as a parent, like th- me as a parent, I think I would be different that way. Right. I would always want to support my kid. Yeah. So I think that is honestly discouraging. But other than that, my mom was always very loving towards us, yeah. and I feel like that's just a, her only thing. Because, like, I mean,
1: look at you now, though. Like, you ha- you didn't let that affect you, but I think right. some parents don't realize that even though it is coming from a loving place, like, yes. just generationally-wise, like, yeah. my grandparents are like that, where my grandparents are like, you sure you want to go into the airline industry? I'm like, yeah. You can't tell me any different because my mom's over here like, you go, girl. So, yes. like, you know, my mom always tells me, like, You know your grandparents are just saying this because they love you and like, yeah, they don't know. You know, like Uh that's that's what they think and like that's you know that's how they grew up and stuff. So but then you
0: look on their life and you're like, what did they do? And it's like
1: I know that they weren't happy or I know that they had moments where like they wish they weren't doing what they were doing. Like you know I don't I don't know. My mom's always like, don't let that get to you. But my grandparents are a lot like that when they're like,
0: you sure now? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Like my older cousin. Just came out as gay, bisexual. Mm-hmm. And my, when my grandma told me uh. this, I thought she had cancer again. Like, that's that was the tone of the combo. Oh, no. And I was like, "Grandy, come on. It's 2020. Right. Right. We're, we're not in the 50s anymore. Right. Like, let her be.
1: Like, our grandparents, I feel like, love <laughs> us, but they're just so far off from how we are. Like, yeah, we're so different from what they grew up at. And, like, the yeah. things they believe in stuff. I mean, yeah, I have some like, real Southern grandparents, and they've definitely had Especially to adapt. The right, they've definitely had to adapt to the changes that this world has gone through and things like that. And some things they say, my mom is like, Lord, please shut your mouth. Like, don't right. say mm-hmm. anything. Stop mm-hmm. talking. Especially yeah. my granddad. She's like, stop talking. Don't say a word. Like, stop. <laughs> shut up.
0: Literally, like,
1: she, oh, my gosh. And so she definitely has way different beliefs than my, my grandparents. Literally, like, yeah. crazy. And because that's just, like, they were, generational-wise, like, things were so different when they were young and, I like, know. in the
0: South. It's insane. It's so Or different. even our parents. Like, we're just so, our generation is so different yeah. than any other previous generation. right?
1: But, like, I feel like for me, like, my mom, I, like, I don't know. I feel like she's, like, grown up, like, in the generation with me. Like, because she's not the type to, like, she, I don't even know, what, she, what is she, generation Y Before millennials,
0: right? Yeah. Obviously. Okay, she's before, before millennials, Okay, and that makes me feel old. No offense, Lori, but if you're saying she's a generation, no,
1: know. yeah, she's
0: probably. I don't know I what she
1: is, but she. I mean, even like how far off generationalized she is from me, she yeah. still it seems like she's literally a genera- like Gen X. Like it literally <laughs> seems like she's with me.
0: So. Wait, I want to know what they are. Okay, no. Oh, yeah. I
1: just looked up millennial. So I'm 81. a millennial. See, so she no, she's before that because she was born in '70.
0: Yeah, so she's the period before me girl oh my god I'm old wait let me see what she is <laughs> um
1: 1970 generation and then
0: our grandparents are the baby boomers oh my gosh they're boomers
1: <laughs> they yeah oh she's gen x um, where I'm
0: gen z right yeah gen z. she's oh, gen x that makes sense yeah why am I not y do they have y you know xyz Like, your mom's before me, I'm in the middle, and then you. Generation Y.
1: (laughs) I don't know if they have Generation Y. Or maybe it's, like, Generation Y and Millennials. Like, they're the same thing. They're called Millennials, but they are Generation Y. Oh, okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm older than I thought. Yeah, you are old. Yeah, did you forget the year I was born? I literally don't ever think
1: about the year you're born. And then I have to think, like, how many years older is she than me? Because I still – I think
0: you're my age sometimes. Like, or you're, like, a year older, like, 22. And I'm like, no, this is going to be 24. You literally were born the same year my brother was born, which blows my mind to think about sometimes. Was he born you're in 99? S- yeah. You're so much more mature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'm more mature than my twin brother, too. So that's just – I feel like girls. And, again, the way my mom raised me, literally. So. Yeah.
0: But I wanted to conclude with like, I think our parents do have a huge impact on who we are today, but I also think ultimately we have like the reins on how we live our life. Yeah. Like we have control over our decisions, our future, and we are ultimately the people who live the life we wanted, not our parents. So I think, yeah, if you have experienced difficult things during your childhood, it does have an impact on you. But ultimately, don't let people, especially your family dynamics, control your life and who you want to be. Because you can always live the life you wanted and be the person you wanted to be. Like, you can make that change. Right. Only you can.
1: Obviously, it's nice to have your parents support and stuff. But even if you don't, like, you can find people that support what you do. Or, you know, even if you don't find anyone, like, just be your own support system like love like what you do and not apologize like stop apologizing for things that you want to do or stop feeling like you're less of a person or you're never like don't be embarrassed for whatever it is you want to do and like yeah I definitely think that family dynamic is it's just people don't talk about it like I've never heard anybody and like I don't I mean it's an important topic I feel like but at the same time like it's just interesting to me like to yeah to hear how people were raised and like how it might be so different from you or like Because I know my mom is very different than a lot of my friends' moms. So, like, it's just cool to see the way, like, people were raised. Mm -hmm. And how that literally, like, it can be, like, you're just like your mom. Like, when you meet a friend's mom and you're, like, you guys are literally the same person. Like, Like, oh,
0: that's why you do that. Exactly.
1: Or it's, like, okay. Like, you reacted that way because she reacts that way. And it's, like, all right. (laughs) I see it. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Actually, I kind of liked it better this go around. I feel like we were more like put together than last <laughs> time. I don't know. But um, yeah, stay tuned to look forward to that. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, if you're listening. It's today. Obvious. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm all confused. But um, guys, make sure we do come out with an episode every Monday. We, we will do. never delete um, an episode again. We will make sure to save it to an external hard drive. Okay
0: for the record. That's why I just let the one go. Like even if we're yeah. wasting time, like yeah. I can easily edit yeah. that
1: out. Well, we've learned our lesson. Yeah, yeah. Um but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to tune in every Monday. Give us a rate and review on Apple. Um we are seeing our audience grow. We are so happy about that. We're at like 630 listeners all together, which I mean is pretty great for us. Like I'm happy about that. So,
0: hey, in our next episode we're talking about um how we're never satisfied. So, right. Like, We have accomplished.
1: Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that next episode. I'm excited about that. We're literally recording it right after this. But um, any links you guys need, Instagram, Facebook, email, all of that stuff will be in the description. So make sure you follow along with us. And we will see you guys all in our next episode. I hope you have a beautiful week. Yes. Um, And, yeah, see you guys all. Talk to you all in our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, uh you got Blue. <laughs> you ruined it.
0: Blue say hey, say bye. <laughs> hey, oh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, bye. that was so <laughs> cute. <laughs>